Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome, Saslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 25th of April. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Any kind of accident you're involved in, car accident, boating, slip and fall, First, you call 911. You make sure everybody's okay. Then you get an attorney on the phone immediately when you call Anna Jar and Levine. Accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. And what a show we have today. I said yesterday, or we're going to get one of two versions of the Miami Heat. Are we going to get the Heat team 
that has disappointed all season long when presented with an opportunity? Or are we finally going to get that game? Are we finally going to get that moment that we've been waiting for all season? Most seasons, even ones like this where you win like 43, 44 games, you got a couple moments throughout the season, right, that you feel really great about, that were really fun. We haven't had that this year. We've been waiting and hoping. Can it possibly happen in the playoffs? We don't have a whole lot of reason to believe so. And then last night, it finally happened. We got the moment we've all been waiting for. And not only did we get the moment we've all been waiting for, but we got a forever performance and a forever game. We will never, ever forget where we were watching last night when the Heat took a 3-1 series lead over the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks. Only three times in NBA history has the number eight seed beat the number one. Unfortunately, the Miami Heat were one of those number ones. Only once has it ever happened in a best of seven. The other two times were best of five. Can the Miami Heat, who are one win away, become another eight seed who wins a playoff series. I, I, I don't know if, you, like, if you're watching right now on YouTube. You guys know podcast is number one. If you want to check out stuff on YouTube, that's fine. I, I upload all the interviews, of course, on YouTube.com slash show, And I upload most of the show, but not all of it. Podcast is by far the most important for me. But if you happen to be watching YouTube.com slash show, I don't know if you can see, my eyes are a little bit teary because as I'm putting together... The show today, you know, but I, I got a whole team, uh, a whole production crew, a whole production team that puts together the show, but I decided to take the reins for myself today. And so I'm putting together the show, and I'm editing, and I'm playing clips, and I'm recording, and I'm getting it ready to, for the show today. And reliving it from last night, I'm, like, my eyes are, I'm starting to tear, you know? And, and you would think, oh, Zazlo, you're such a sis, it's like, no, I'm pretty sure All of you listening right now feel the exact same way. So my eyes are a little bit teary. I don't know if you can tell. I always like to look super masculine when I'm doing the show. But uh, I'm I'm very emotional over last night's performance. I don't know. I'm I'm very emotional about it. And I will tell you that there there was a moment last night. It was after Jimmy Butler hit. It wasn't the second three. His foot was on the line, I guess. But like after Jimmy hit the second three, let's just call it that. Uh, and you kind of like, oh my god, they're doing it, he's doing it. I swear to god, I almost started crying. I was jumping around the room, I was so happy. I'm getting emotional right now talking about it, man. So, and, and I'm not even embarrassed to tell you guys that, because I feel like everyone right now listening, you feel the exact same way. What a night, holy shit. So, we got a fun show. I, I, I swear, I almost started crying last night. It was, what a, what a night, man. What a night! Unbelievable. So, I got got to calm down. I'm not going to make it through the whole show today. So, and and by the way, can I tell you something real quick too? I'm so glad the Panthers are not playing tonight. I'm so glad we have an extra day, an extra travel day, (coughs) excuse me, with the Panthers going to Boston tomorrow. Because I want to bask in this for another whole day. And the Panthers are definitely losing game five in Boston I don't want them to take away any of the shine tonight. Like, I, 
I, I'm glad that's on the back burner right now. It's tomorrow night. I want today in its entirety to continue to be about the Miami Heat and one of the all-time great playoff performers. I'm not talking about one of the all-time great playoff performances. We know that's true. Jimmy Butler is one of the all-time great playoff performers. That's what I want today to be about. So, I'm just, I'm super emotional today. I'm super excited to be able to hang out with you guys and talk about the game. This is, and it comes off a day yesterday. I was on the Lepitard show yesterday morning, and it comes off a day where yesterday was a great day for me. Like, again, it gets, it gets Zaslow show 2.0, a lot of pub. You know, I get that, I get that Lepitard show rub, not the other way around. I get the Lepitard show rub. And you guys are, are super excited that I was on with them. And then, like, you're, you're sending me messages all day on social media. And then we get a forever game and a forever performance from Jimmy Butler. Now, here's the interesting thing. So, no matter what happens, the remainder of this series, that's still a, that's a forever game and it's a forever performance nobody's ever going to be able to take that away from any of us. We experienced it. We enjoyed it. That is forever. There's a, No matter what happens the rest of the series. Yes, they still got to close it out, and it gives it more significance. But no matter what, that game lives, that performance lives forever. There's a big difference between that and Ray Allen Game 6 2013. Big difference. Ray Allen's shot does not live forever if they don't go on and win Game 7. I remember before Game 7 that year in 2013, I'm on the floor like an hour before the game. I'm talking to Eric Reed. Eric Reed, legendary television play-by-play voice of the Miami Heat. Not Eric Reed, the former midday show host for 7-9 Ticket. I don't know what he's doing. I'm on the floor before the game like an hour prior, and I'm talking to Eric Reed. And we're talking about how amazing the finish to game six was. Ray Allen winning in overtime. Bosch with the block. But I said to him, I go, I almost, I want them to win tonight game seven. Yes, to win the championship is by far the most important reason. But right underneath it is so that the Ray Allen shot can live forever. If the Heat don't win game seven, the Ray Allen shot, nobody cares. Nobody cares. It goes away. It's meaningless. They won game seven, and now it's the greatest shot in the history of the NBA because of what followed. That's not exactly the same thing here. Because that wasn't like a performance from Ray Allen. It was a moment. It was a shot. This is a performance from Jimmy Butler, which will live forever, no matter what happens the rest of this series, no matter what happens the rest of this playoff. And... For Jimmy, 56 points, tied for fourth most all-time in NBA playoff history, the most ever in Miami Heat playoff history, the second most points in Miami Heat history, if you want to count regular season and playoffs. Very important question. All right, you're saying to yourself, Zaslow, Were you okay with him? Even though it doesn't count because it's regular season versus playoffs. Were you okay with Jimmy surpassing Glenn Rice's 56? Because you may remember, 
Wade one time in a regular season game at 55. I was rooting against him. Now, it wasn't a close game. I was rooting against him passing Glenn Rice. LeBron James in the mask. I think it was 61 he had. I didn't want him to pass the 56. It was what he was. Was I rooting against Jimmy passing Glenn Rice's 56? And the answer is, I was rooting so hard for Jimmy last night to have as many points as possible. It's a playoff game. They needed every single one of Jimmy's points. I was rooting very hard for Jimmy to pass Glenn Rice's 56. And I didn't do that with the other guys. And the point is, this guy, and I've been saying it for a while, yo, I fuck with Jimmy Butler. I fuck with Jimmy Butler for life. That is my guy. He wants all the big moments. All of them. He is so my type of player. He's been my type of player from day number one. I'm telling you, no joke. After he hit that second three, I know it was a two. I'm jumping around the Zaslow Mansion family. I'm in my shirt, my underwear. I had to put the beer down because I don't want... I had to put my Johnny Cuba down because I don't want to spill everywhere. My son and I were jumping up and down around the Zaslow Mansion family room. I'm I'm, I'm on the verge of tears. Happy tears. I'm almost crying. I'm a grown man. That's what last night's performance did. Sports, man. Sports. Unbelievable. Like I said, I'm emotional right now just talking about it with you guys. And we finally saw the Heat this year take advantage of an opportunity. And holy shit, did they do that. An all-time game. All-time performance. And for a number eight seed, you want to say the Heat are an unfair eight seed? I, whatever, I don't know. But for an eight seed to be on the verge 3-1, now you got to close it out. Everybody knows that. We're going to talk to George Sedano on the show today. Pacific guy, he's out west. Hey, Lakers last night, tremendous game. They took a 3-1 lead at home as well. We're going to talk to Sedano, but we're going to talk mostly Heat with him. you got to close this out. But... This whole season was made in game four last night. We've been waiting for something. The Heat fans been waiting for anything, any moment. And not only did we get a moment, we got a forever moment, a forever game in the first round. Got to close it out. But this season was made last night for the Heat fan. Got to finish it. But I, I, I do believe this game has significance forever. No matter what, this was a forever game. You will always remember where you were when you watched Jimmy Butler save the Heat in Game 4, go up 3-1, and potentially what may happen the rest of this series. But no matter what, you're always going to remember last night. What a crowd. I'm so I know I look, I was going off on Twitter last night. I was on hinge last night. I was I was so wound up. When the game ended, I was like, what do I do now? I can't go to sleep. I put on my stories, caught up on Monday Night Raw. But what am I gonna do? I wasn't close to going to sleep yet. I'm unhinged on Twitter last night. And and one of the things that needs to be acknowledged. Now, I went to game three courtesy of Sheets and Giggles. Love my man Colin there. I'm texting with him after the game. What the hell did we just watch, Colin? Sheetsgiggles.com slash Zaslow. 
Use promo code HEAT. I think you're getting 25% off. It may be more. Use promo code HEAT. You know what? There may be a special last night that Colin put together involving Jimmy Butler's 56 points. Look, just go sheetsgiggles.com slash Zaslow. Use promo code HEAT when you check out. You're going to get something good. Something really good. And everybody knows I love Sheets and Giggles. Great sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. That comforter, I'm looking at it right now. I got my dogs. They're both lying down on the comforter. They're fast asleep, even though I'm super loud right now and super pumped up about Zaslow Show today. So, Go sheetsgiggles.com slash Zaslow. Use promo code HEAT. You'll thank me later. Best sheets you're ever going to sleep on. My man Colin even said to me, Zaslow, you want to go to game uh, five in Milwaukee? Because, <laughs> of course, he sent me and my son to game three, which, by the way, you know, do I regret that I was at game three, not game four? No, no. Game three was incredibly fun. Game four, though, what an experience that must have been for those guys. I told Colin, they're like, I, I'm not going to Milwaukee tomorrow. I was in New York last weekend. And then if I tell my wife I'm going to Milwaukee, that's not going to fly. Plus, you guys know I'm going to AEW Dynamite tomorrow night in Sunrise. It's at FLA Live Arena. I'm not bailing on my son, my younger son. I'm taking a Dynamite. I'm not bailing on him. He's very excited. I'm excited too, so, <coughs> excuse me. We're going to Dynamite tomorrow. It's like, oh, Zaslow, you're, you're, not gonna, you're not watching Game 5? No, no, we lucked out. Dynamite ends at 10. I live very close to that arena. Dynamite ends at 10, and the Heat game starts at 9.30. So it's, which, which really means 9.40. So I looked out. We'll, we'll get to see the whole game. So it's all good. But hey, if there's a game six, God forbid, if there's a game six, I, I, I think we got to be there Friday night if there's a game six. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, man. So much to get to from last night. Like I said, we're going to talk to Sedano. We'll have some fun with him. But that, I mean, Jimmy Butler, man. I, I, was, I, I was almost crying. What, what a crowd. What a crowd, man. So like I said on Twitter last night, you, you know, you got the dopes on social media, even people on television, fans, who love that low-hanging fruit of the Miami crowd. Yeah, they show up late. Okay. But tell me. And I know, like, what Sacramento's doing right now is insane. There's a bunch of amazing... Boston's an amazing crowd. New York right now is an amazing crowd. But I'm sorry. That crowd last night, it takes a backseat to no one. Unbelievable atmosphere. Wish I was there. Incredible atmosphere. The Heat fan was on fire last night. I'm so happy for everybody who was in the building last night, that you got to have that moment in person. Jimmy Butler yelling at, this is my shit. Oh, he, I fuck with Jimmy Butler, man, for life. That is my guy. What, what a crowd, what a night. All right, let's, let's do a little, let me play some clips for you here. Let's do a little replay, because I, I do want to get to Sedano here. Uh, again, sheetsgiggles.com slash Zaslow. Use promo code HEAT. You're going to get all kinds of, at least 25% off, all right? And right now, my man Colin's feeling great. Who knows what else he's throwing in there? So anyway. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. 
They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's get to some clips here. And I, I, I do want to point something out. Jimmy deserves all the accolades. But there's a couple guys that need to get noticed right now. The first one, Kyle Lowry. Now, Lowry, with the turnovers, awful. Awful. At least two giveaways. He had the one on the inbounds pass, the miscommunication to Jimmy. And then... The next one, later on in the, this like middle fourth quarter, where he tried to bounce it to Duncan. Duncan was moving to the right. Ball gets bounced out of bounds. Lowry's the point guard. He's got to know where his guys are and where they're going. Terrible job. But Lowry on the defensive end was enormous last night in the fourth quarter. The way he was stripping the ball... I mean, it was like, remember how amazing Andre Iguodala was at that in 2020? That was Kyle Lowry last night. Lowry's defense stripping the ball. They do not win that game last night without Lowry on the defensive end. You got to give it up for him. Second guy, who I don't believe, I think he had one point going into the fourth quarter last night. Caleb Martin. What a fourth quarter from you. You were my boy last night, too. Caleb Martin hit a pair of free throws, which brought... Remember, he had the strong drive to the basket, blocking foul. Caleb Martin hit a couple free throws there. Caleb Martin with the jumper right in Giannis's face, coming back up the floor with his hand over his face. The jumper right in Giannis's eyeballs. That brought the heat within one. Then you had the crazy sequence. We'll get to that. And shortly after that, after the Bucks took back the lead, I think that was the pick and roll with Giannis and Lopez. Caleb steps into another three and buries that. What a fourth quarter from Caleb Martin. Lowry and Martin deserve so much credit. Okay, let's, let's do a little replay here. I love playing the clips. Let's do... Alright, so Martin hits the free throws, which makes it 101-98, right? The Heat get another stop. Three-pointer misses for the tie. It may have been Butler. Martin gets the offensive rebound. And now he's in the corner. Against the odds. It's a two. Crazy sequence. Martin, he hits the jumper in Giannis's eyeball. And then you get the trap on Giannis and the steal at half court. Bam and Lowry. Bam comes up with the loose ball. Tosses it to Jimmy. 
all alone break away and Kaseya Center is going batshit crazy. Timeout, Bucks, finally, by the way. Budenholzer, don't be afraid to call a timeout for your team when the Heat are scoring 13 consecutive points in the fourth quarter and the crowd's going crazy and you're about to go down 3-1. Boy, he stunk last night. Eric Spolstra took his lunch money all night long. Budenholzer, terrible job. But that sequence right there, Butler the slam, the Heat go ahead, finally, finally go ahead, 102-101. But hey, there was so much more after that. So you got a whole back and forth after that. So Butler, 102-101, gets the dunk there. You got, finally, Budenholzer calls a timeout. Okay, so here's the rest of the sequence here. He take their, was their first lead of the game? Yeah, maybe. I mean, we're down 15-5, 7 nothing. It may have been first lead of the game. So after that, then you got Giannis with the layup. They go ahead by one three-point play, actually. So that wasn't the Lopez dunk. Three-point play Giannis, 104-102. Then you got Kayla Martin, who buries that three. He back up by one. Holiday buries the three. Huge shot for him. Now it's 107-105 bucks. Jimmy to the line, he ties it. Then you had the pick and roll. Giannis Lopez, easy dunk. Bam, couldn't get back in time. So now, a minute 20 to go. The Heat are down by two. Jimmy, three-pointer, buries it. Heat back up one. Place is going crazy. Giannis misses around the basket. And now you get the... Now Jimmy Butler, this is, this is his shit. Oh my God, so good. So that, that's that's Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller on the call. The Heat go ahead now. 112-109. Sucks it wasn't a three. You would have been up two possessions at that point. But let me get you Eric Reed and John Crotty on the call now. Left in the game. Here comes Jimmy. Another three. Got it again. Jimmy Butler is amazing. Miami leads it. So that, I believe, was the last basket of the game for Miami. It was free throws the rest of the way. But by the way, so the Heat, they're only up three now. It's still a one-possession game with under a minute to go. And this was as big a play as any where the Heat get another stop. Uh, It it was a turnover, I believe, on Drew Holiday. Lowry gets the steal. Passes up ahead to Butler. And I'm actually saying myself, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. But Jimmy... He's all the way up in the front court, and he sees he's got not only is Middleton the only guy back, but Middleton is backpedaling while guarding him, and Jimmy knows he's got five fouls. And Jimmy's like, F it, we're going to the basket. Jimmy gets fouled, Middleton, take a walk, that's your sixth, you're disqualified. Jimmy makes both free throws. Now we have the two-possession game, and the rest of the way, the Heat make their free throws and take a 3-1 series lead. Oh my God, what a night. I'm telling you, man, NBA regular season sucks, but NBA playoffs can be so good when they're good. Oh man, they're good. And we've been waiting so long for a moment like that. What an intelligent play, man. Jimmy, they're fouling out um, Middleton. 
But man, uh, oh god, I, I, what else to say? What's what else to say? Gotta close. By the way, it's still gonna be super hard to close this thing out. Now, I don't think Giannis looked good after the first quarter, and the last play where Giannis kind of like tripped himself up, flipped the ball behind his back, game over. He looked like he was grabbing his back. I don't know that Giannis is okay. I didn't think he looked very good throughout the game after the first quarter. First quarter, he looked good. After that, I did not think he looked very good. So, I don't know what Giannis' status is the rest of the way. Nonetheless, you got one chance, one, you got one game to win out of the next three. It's still going to be really hard. Game five tomorrow night is going to be really hard. If the Heat can't close it out there, game six in Miami is going to be really hard. So we're not close to over here. But man, if we were going to win that game last night, winning it like that, that's a sup. How about, you know, going into the second play-in game against Toronto? I haven't said, I don't feel this way, but I know there are a lot of Heat fans who want them to lose this game so they can get the lottery. How about wanting a 0.4% chance in the lottery instead of that shit last night? Who the hell would want that? You want that last night? And there, you got that, and it's not like that tied the series at two. That put you a win away from upsetting the number one seed. And that gets remembered forever. What a what a, and how, how about this by the way? We're still we're still a ways away from it. But the Heat are one win away, and the Knicks are one win away from Heat Knicks Eastern Conference semifinals. Holy shit. Can you imagine that? The Heat are one win away, the Knicks are one win away. A Heat Knicks Eastern Conference semifinal? That would be the tits. That's what I'm talking about right there. Please, that's why I want the Knicks to win. That's why I wanted the Knicks to win. That's why I like it when the Knicks are good. Because can you imagine how amazing a Heat Knicks game, a Heat Knicks playoff series right now would be? Jimmy. I don't want to. That, I don't want to talk about that anymore. I'll talk about that after the Heat get their fourth win this series. I just want to point that out because I think there's a lot of people who don't exactly realize that that's what we could be headed toward. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that anymore. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Also, as far as the NBA goes last night, look, it's important to point out. You know what? You know what's important to point out actually. If you have some damage to your home, if you got some water damage, if you got a leak, you don't know where it's coming from, you got to call Water Cleanup of Florida, one of the great new sponsors on Zaslow Show 2.0. Water Cleanup of Florida has over 60 years combined experience. The Greenstein Boys, those are my guys. Come on, they're family, they're childhood friends of mine. Over 60 years combined experience. Their team at Water Cleanup of Florida will handle all types of leak detection issues 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. 954 900 8635. 
fully licensed, insured, certified, giving you that one-stop shopping that all of us busy homeowners and business owners require. You don't have to bring in other contractors. They're going to handle the entire project from start to finish. Serving the entire Tri-County area, water cleanup of Florida, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County. You can check them out online, wcufl.com. Call or text right when you notice something. 954-900-8635. Water cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. So real quick, last night you also had the Lakers. LeBron tied the game with eight-tenths of a second left with a layup. A layup which, by the way, Dylan Brooks was not guarding LeBron James. And then when he came over to help, bailed on the help. He, I'll tell you, there has never been a softer guy who talked more than Dylan Brooks. To talk the way he talked, and then to have his performance the next two games, which, by the way, again, did not talk to the media last night. For him to talk the way he talked, and then to have those next two games, is such a loser move from Dylan Brooks. So the Lakers, they win in overtime. LeBron, his first ever 2020 game. Amazing, right? And by the way, LeBron saying after the game that one of his teammates came up and told him he had a 2020 game and he didn't know it. Huge liar. Huge liar. Guy knows everything. Guy knows everything that's going on in the game. Huge liar. He's playing the humble card and that's fine. But huge liar. Got to point it out. The Lakers though, just like the Heat, they go up three games to one. And you could be headed toward Lakers Warriors or Lakers Kings both money series because you got the old rivalry from the early 2000s for you youngins between the Lakers and Kings and Lakers Warriors come on that that's as good as it gets if you want the juice if you want the NBA playoff drama but the heat the heat one win away from advancing to the Eastern semifinals and pulling off what would be the one of the all-time great postseason upsets and Jimmy Butler now look I'll ask Sedano about this Last night, Jimmy Butler was the greatest individual performance in a playoff game I have ever seen in a Miami Heat uniform. It was the greatest. But that doesn't mean it's the best in franchise history because you have to consider the stakes. LeBron, game six, 2012 in Boston. Wade, game three, and Game 5, NBA Finals 2006. Jimmy's performance was better than both those those two three, if you want. But those three, the stakes, were incredibly higher. So those three games right there are still above what Jimmy did last night. But individually, and especially because you needed all those points, the Heat were down by 13 early in the fourth quarter. The same way the Heat were down by 13 in Game 3, seven minutes remaining, 2006 Finals. You needed all those points from Wade. That was the greatest individual performance last night. Like LeBron, the Heat smoked the Celtics that Game 6. And LeBron methodically, what was it, 42 points, 17 rebounds, 42-15. LeBron methodically did what he did against the Celtics. But Butler, that was the all-time greatest performance in Miami Heat history. All-time. 
So all guests on Zazlo Show 2.0, everybody knows, are brought to us by the official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, European roots with the Caribbean soul, refreshing German lager in a can. Go pick up a six-pack right now. If you're out, you got to go get more. All right, go pick up a six-pack of Johnny at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, fresco Moss. You always got to drink responsibly. I drink responsibly because I'm watching the Heat game in the Zazlo Mansion family room in my underwear, holding a Johnny Cuba in my right hand. Don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, of course. Stay tranquilo. Joining us here is our pal, Pacific guy, George Sedano. Perfect timing to have him on, considering last night's events. First up, let hello. Good morning. Hello. Hey. Hello. Good morning. I like the way you said the word tranquilo. That was good job. Yeah, by yeah, you. yeah. I've been practicing. So great day to have you on. Where did you watch now? Now, last night, I know you weren't working. It was a TNT game for, for the Lakers. Well, yeah. did you just watch the game from home last night? What was the no, experience? I was at the arena um, because I went to the Lakers game. So I was watching um, the beginning. I was doing my radio show, uh, which is right across our studios is right across the street or are right across the street from uh, Crypto.com Arena. So I, I watched the first half while I was doing my radio show. And then at halftime, I walked over to the arena because we were done because we're the Lakers flagship at ESPN Los Angeles. So I walked across the street and I just sat there in the media dining area, which is a huge space um, where the, the dining's happening and there's like a small media room there too. Tons of TVs everywhere. And most of the TVs were on the heat game. So yeah, like that, what was the buzz with them? Like what was the, what was going on? So I would say that, you know, people were kind of watching it, having conversations. You know how it is. You're in those media dining areas. People are ch- chatting or whatever. But I will tell you this. In the last six minutes of that game, the entire room was locked in on that game and like ooing and eyeing on everything that was happening during the game. And how do you experience, like, I mean, you want the Heat to win. Uh, You know, you you got ties. Like, were were you into it? Uh, Of course. I mean, listen, I think that in those scenarios, right, you're always trying to be professional. But when everyone else is ooing and eyeing, I think it it allows you to do an ooh and ah as well. Right. And just um, then there was perhaps maybe a conversation with Vinny Goodwell of Yahoo Sports where he's like, oh, I think maybe the Knicks, if, if they even if they win, I think the Knicks get to the conference finals, to which I said, even in the dilapidated state of the Heat right now, I don't think the Knicks could beat the Heat. So, but that's getting way too ahead of ourselves. Yeah, here. like yeah, like I, I don't yeah, like yeah. I'll I'll just say this in response to that because I brought <laughs> it up on today's show as well, and I specifically yeah. said that now that is the only time I'm mentioning it. I don't want to yeah. talk about it again until it happens. But I I mentioned it because I think there's a lot of people right now who don't understand that the Heat and Knicks are a win away from Heat Knicks Eastern Conference semifinals. So. That part, to me, was worth pointing out. Oh, I don't think there's any question. Um, When you look at it, they, um, you know, all those Jeff Van Gundy, Alonzo Mourning uh, memes and uh, video. uh, I actually text someone at the NBA. I said, you're one game away in each series to having to dust off those tapes and transferring them to digital. dream scenario for the NBA to get heat, Knicks, all my, and especially when they're good. It's not like. All right, you're getting heat, Knicks. Knicks suck. The Heat are going to win in five. You know, like, right. it w- all right, I don't want to talk series. about that anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It, it's we're a getting real series. If they get there, if both get there, yeah. which I think the Knicks will. I've picked the Knicks from the beginning. Right, Look, I think most people rationally pick the Bucs, uh, myself included. Of course. You didn't assume, you know, Giannis would miss a couple of games, basically, in that scenario. So, Of course. Uh, Jimmy Butler's performance last night. 
out of this world. Okay, so the way that I described it was, it's the greatest individual performance I've ever seen in a Miami Heat uniform, but in the playoffs, uh, which I don't know, that may be the same thing. But that doesn't mean that it's the best in franchise history because it's still behind the stakes that were involved with LeBron game six, 2012, Wade yeah. games three and five in the 20, 2006 finals. Those yes. those are greater. Those are ahead of it because of the stakes. Sure. But as far as individual performances, like LeBron methodically throughout 48 minutes picked apart that Celtic team and yeah. the game was a blowout. Jimmy's individual performance last night was a better performance than any of those I just mentioned. Uh, like, like, do you agree with that distinction? Yes, 100%. There's nuance to this conversation. I'm with you wholeheartedly. Um, to your point, it's interesting because this was a, a stat sent to us via ESPN Stats and Info last night, which is the Heat trail by 12 points with six minutes to go in a game and one. Entering Monday, teams to trail by 12-plus points within the final six minutes of a regulation uh, of regulation of a playoff game had lost 419 consecutive times. The last win prior to yesterday was the Warriors game three in the 2015 first round against the Pelicans. Now, granted, Dwayne Wade, to your point, also did that. Um, I believe it was 13 points with six and change to go yeah, uh, in the yeah. finals. But think about that. 419 playoff games since what we saw yesterday. Uh, that's pretty wild just to put it into context for sure. Is anyone happier about Jimmy's performance last night than Bam Adebayo? Um, probably not. Yeah, because Bam... He was going to get annihilated today, George. Annihilated. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, he's still getting annihilated in my group chat from my friends I grew up with in Miami. And then I'm just like, you know, man, listen. It's not worth I, it. It, it, it. I don't want to get into it. Like, it's so funny. Like, in those last couple of minutes, Giannis had a drive to the basket and Bam... Played great defense there, right? Giannis missed basically a layup, right? And in my group chat, I was like, wow, nice defense by Bam there. And my friends were like, stop it. Who cares? Just one play. And I'm like, well, you guys just – like, this is the playoffs. Here's the thing. And I, I say this to fans of any team, right? I get in the regular season, we sit here and we tout efficiency and, oh, you want to shoot, you know, as close to 50% as possible, blah, blah, blah. And look, of course you want that in the playoffs too, but the playoffs are not about numbers, okay? The playoffs are not about being pretty. The playoffs are about getting wins. No matter how ugly it has to be, it doesn't matter. As long as you get the win, who cares whether the guy went, you know, eight for 16 or he went three for 16 and you got the win. That doesn't matter. Well, and it's one of those things where the playoffs are so hard. And when we talk about Jimmy, you know, to be, the, the real superstars in this league are the guys who they put up X numbers in the regular season, great numbers, and they could still be that guy in the playoffs. That's Correct. a superstar, all right? Yeah. Jimmy is better in the yeah. playoffs than the regular season. That's a whole other level of performer. Yeah, to your point, you know, you know, you and I go way back with Boog Shambi's your boy, your boy Boog Shambi. Uh, you know, he always talked about like we always had these conversations about Derek Jeter, right, in the postseason back in the day when we were all doing radio together. And the the thing about Derek Jeter, to your point earlier, was he was the same guy, right, in the regular season and as that's he amazing. was in the postseason. That's amazing, right? And that that also that makes him an incredible player. You know what I mean? But 
to your point, what Jimmy Butler does in these moments is unworldly, right? Like it's out of this world. Like you, you don't see this very often. Guys raise their level to a, a completely different gear. You're, it's a very small group of people that have done this historically. And again, just to give you another piece of context, right? Jimmy Butler had 56 yesterday, okay? Bam had 15. The 41-point difference in the team's top two scorers is tied for the second largest in a playoff game in NBA history. That was Allen Iverson had 54 in a game in 2001 against the Raptors, 44 more than anyone else on that Sixers team on their route to a, a finals appearance. Do you remember what the conversation was when the Heat traded for Jimmy Butler? It was like, all right, that's cool. Great trade. We like Jimmy. Yeah. But now you got to get a leading man to pair with Jimmy. Correct. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's it's wild, um, you know, how good he is. And honestly, how he processes the game in real time. I thought Spo did a nice job mentioning this yesterday. Right. And Spo kind of did the thing you and I are doing. The media was trying to bait him into having conversations about basically winning this series and ranking Jimmy's no. performance. He wanted nothing to do with that no. stuff. No. But he did allude to the fact about how he processes the game in real time in a way that is very rare. Right. There's only a couple of guys um, in that franchise's history and in general that can do that the way he did. And yes, he, he may not be the best guy in an 82 game season he's certainly in the conversation as far as like top 10 or top 15 but in the 16 game season he's that guy like he is one of at least in this era he wants every big moment he wants it all in in the 16 game season currently he's like a top five or six guy at the moment for sure And, and how about when you talk about how he processes information on the floor you know when the Heat were up by three, you wish they were up by four, but Jimmy had a toe on the line, which I don't I, – I, can, can I get a replay, George? Yeah, can, I didn't can, see can that. I, can I get yeah. a replay? I didn't – why – how could there not have been a replay of that? I mean, maybe they did review it, but can the viewer get a replay? Can you give me sure. something, you know? So anyway, they're up by three. Sucks. You wanted it to be a two-possession game. But then you get the Lowry steal. He throws it ahead to Jimmy, and I'm saying to myself – Hold up, hold up, hold up. But no, Jimmy realizes in that moment, not only is Middleton the only defender there and he's backpedaling, but he has five fouls. And he went right at him and fouled him out. Like, that's one of those plays you're talking about right right there. Right, right, 100%. And against Drew Holiday, who has, who is, look, an elite level defender Mm -hmm. on the perimeter. He had his way with Drew Holiday yesterday, too. Like, he did a really nice job. Uh, against Drew Butler was eight of 16 against Drew uh, as his primary defender Um, that when you're talking about a guy who I think is all defense in the NBA like you know and I think Jimmy's in that category too but being defended by a guy like that who's all defense and to go 50 percent I know we were just talking about you know ugly but effective is what you want in in the playoffs He's doing it at efficiency levels that are out out of this world as well. How about that crowd, man? That shit was. It awesome. was great. You could oh you could hear God. it pop. You could hear it pop. Um, by the way, I, I think that the NBA we were alluding to earlier about the NBA has to feel good about certain things. I would say that the NBA has to feel great about the crowds in general at a lot of these games, whether it's been the Sacramento Kings, yep. right? Like those people, man. In those first two games, we're letting out, particularly the first one, letting out 16 years of pent-up frustration of not making the playoffs, right? 
you know, and the Warriors crowd is always good. The Knicks crowd, I mean, those guys are going out of, out of, out of control too. And then Miami, the Lakers, uh, the way they were treating Dylan Brooks the other day. I mean, that's the type of stuff you want to see when you're watching an NBA game where it pops through the TV screen. Do, do we need, I talked about this on the show today also, do the Heat need, do we need the Heat to win this series in order for the Jimmy Butler game four to live forever? Yes. You do yes. believe so? Yes. I think it will heat, it, it can live in heat lore, but it will live in playoff lore if they knock off the one seed in this scenario. I mean, you know it. The Miami Heat have been on the other side of this thing in that strike shortened season. That's not fun to be the one seed to lose to the eight seed. You don't want to be that. I think that certainly adds to the equation. I think people will remember it in like the NBA nerd may remember it, but the casual person will remember it more if they eliminate the Bucks and they got to do it just once in the next three tries. Giannis didn't look good at the end of that game yesterday. I haven't heard anything no. up to now, but uh, like, for instance, have you? Uh, I have not. I also, he didn't talk to the media yesterday, which yeah. I didn't like at all. Um, oh, tweeted, he, he's not the only one. I mean, how about Dylan Brooks, John Moran? No, I, I, I get it. Such weak shit, George. When I tweeted out last night, I said, if you're going to, you know, basically, if you're going to talk during wins, you got to talk during losses. No, um, I think and, Giannis is hurt. I think he's hurt. Again. Oh, no, I think he's hurt. I think he's still hurt. I mean, yeah. he was getting the um, the massage gun during the game. Um, he has a legit injury. There's but on no that last play where, like, he fell to the ground, flipped the ball behind his back, he was reaching toward his back. I yeah. I think I think he's hurt again. Like, yes, he is hurt, of course, but I, I, I think he's in bad shape. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think he's in good shape. Um, I don't think he's the type of guy that's going to miss games just to load manage during no. the playoffs. That's not him at all. No. Although there are plenty of people speculating about that, which I thought was kind of no. silly. That dude is um, as tough as it gets. Right. So I, I, I think we need to dismiss that immediately. Um, but to your point, yeah, I think he, he doesn't look right. And now he still helped them defensively, I thought, in big stretches in that game, which is really what they um, where they struggled against Miami. Miami's been able to shoot the lights out uh, even prior to yesterday. I, you know, Jimmy aside, those first couple of games, they shot the ball really well. Mm -hmm. uh, here's a fun stat for you. In the Mike Budenholzer era, since he arrived, I think it was 2018-19, in their first 60 playoff games prior to this series, they had only allowed three games of 120 points or more. In this series, they've allowed three games of 120 points or more, and yesterday, 119. Oh, dude, the Heat scored 130 in the first game. Like, right. the Heat are the worst offensive team. I understand they're shooting well right now, but in the regular season, they were the worst scoring team. They, they, they scored 130. They scored 122 in the loss, <laughs> and they scored 121 and 119, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. So that that's that to me is where you're missing for as much as he's great and the triple double and all that stuff where you're missing his impact. I think in a big way, if you're Milwaukee, um, it's obvious that you need his offense. But on defense, he impacts the game in, an, in, an, in a tremendous way. Let me ask you about the Lakers last night. George, have you ever seen a player talk and respond less than Dylan Brooks? My God, loser performances game three and four. I actually think that he was taken aback in game three when LeBron approached him pregame. I don't think he ever in his wildest dreams thought LeBron would just walk up to him right before tip and just kind of talk to him. Um, because if you see in his face and look, I, I, you know, I'm a body language expert. I don't know about you, but you know, Dylan Brooks was kind of smiling at first. And then when LeBron was talking to him, 
you could kind of see his face change and get a little more serious. Does anyone have any idea what was said there? Nobody. I mean, LeBron, uh, Dylan Brooks told our Tim McMahon, what did he say? He said something about, God, I don't remember it was. He said LeBron made a, uh, a quip about his age um, or said his birthday or something like that. I don't know how accurate that is, but that's what Dylan Brooks told Tim McMahon. Um, and that was where he left it and just kind of moved on. But yeah, I, I don't think anyone actually knows exactly what was said. But I do think that certainly threw Dylan Brooks even more off his game, more so than what LeBron would do anyway. It's funny. I will send you a picture that I took yesterday of LeBron guarding Dylan Brooks when Dylan Brooks was clearly on offense. Go on. And LeBron is barely acknowledging that Dylan Brooks is even there. Like, he's so far away from Dylan Brooks. I just sent it to you now. It should be coming through any second yeah, on your it. phone. Look how far away in this picture. Yeah, Dylan at least 10 feet away. Yeah, does not care where <laughs> Dylan Brooks is on offense. Well, and how about, you know, Dylan Brooks for, for – forget that – I mean, he doesn't talk to the media after either game, by God. Gets thrown out of game three, and he shot them out of the first half, too, by the way. But then yesterday, the drive that LeBron ties it at the end, Dylan Brooks has to guard LeBron in that spot. And Dylan Brooks came essentially to help and then bailed on the help for for Austin Reeves. Right. And then at the end of the game, of course, LeBron drove left. He scored over him. They go up by five. That was on Dylan Brooks. George. Such a soft response from Dylan Brooks these last two games. Yeah, yeah, not good if you're Dylan Brooks. And again, it makes this is the thing with the Grizzlies. Now, I I have been a guy for years that has said that has said, hey, the Grizzlies are coming, right? Like they're going to be knocking at that door. Boy, that, what, a, what like what a 180 with the Grizzlies. Everyone thought they were fun and lovable. Uh, they they, they talk uh, now. Uh, they 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 totally wilted. Yeah, and the other – now, look, they're missing two guys up front, which matter for them, I think. But um, I do think that their youth and inexperience and immaturity, I think, has gotten the best of them, unfortunately. And that's been their unraveling uh, in the postseason the last couple of years. They miss Adams. They miss Clark. I get it. But you're right. I think it's an immature team. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part. And – I think they need um, a real vet on that team. I know they had Danny Green for a little bit, but when you're not playing, it's hard to be that guy. Not everybody's Udonis Haslam in that scenario. I think they need a real veteran presence in that room. And if they do, I still think that they're a dangerous team for the next several years. What's been the reaction of Kawhi out there? I think people are just surprised because he had played, I want to say, I don't have the exact numbers, but I want to say he played in the regular season. I think it was like 35 of the last 40 or, or maybe it was like 30 of the last 35, something like that. He played a lot during the down the stretch for them and played his usual Kawhi minutes. And he looked great, obviously, those first two games. But here's the thing about Kawhi. Ramona Shelburne reported this years ago when he was in San Antonio having his issues with Pop and them is that the and this is not the same injury. It's a different leg at the moment. But the one leg that's caused him all the drama and the problems, Ramona reported he has a degenerative issue there. Like, he's never going to be 100%. They just have to manage that thing. So I think what's happened to him is, you know, the kinetic chain, right? I'm not a doctor, but it's very obvious to know that if you have an issue on one leg, even if you've re-strengthened it and rehabbed it, it's only natural to kind of lean on the other side of your body maybe a little more than you should. And I think that throws your body out of whack. I just never think he will ever be 
truly the guy that we saw in San Antonio. Um, I think he's always going to have to be managed. And I think the Clippers, it stinks for them because they've built a really good team. Uh, unfortunately, those guys have just had really terrible injury luck. How great will Lakers Warriors be? Out of control. It's going to be, I mean, for a second round series. I don't, I don't, think, a, we're, I don't think we're going to get there. Uh, well, no, the De'Aaron Fox thing's a major problem. Oh, so I, we'll I disagree. I think even with De'Aaron Fox at 100%, I think the Warriors having won the two games, um, winning the game without Draymond, I think that they are primed to finish off this series. Now, I think the Fox thing helps them, but I think much like we were talking about Memphis, there are times with Sacramento where there's some immaturity in their game on the floor. Not right. There's the a different right. There's a difference between the two. Yeah, yeah. Like they Doris Burke pointed this out in game four, basically the last five minutes of the game. She's like, Why are you taking that shot so early in the clock? You know, why you know, you gotta be more careful with the ball, reckless passing. Like she was pointing it out in real time the last five minutes. Granted, everybody was focused on the Steph uh brain cramp there that you rarely see from anyone, particularly someone like him. Um, but despite that, the Warriors made outside of that moment, you know, the Warriors do what they normally do. You know, I've had a lot of Warriors games over the years as, and they, the, the group there will always tell you that there's good and, and bad with the, there's pros and cons, let's call it not good and bad with their group of three guys, right? Draymond, Steph, and Clay is that they are incredible at getting you right back in a game, right? They can shoot the lights out. They play great defense together. They know each other so well. But sometimes because they know each other so well, they can be a little reckless, right, with the ball and turn it over. And I think that puts them uh, at times in in a bind, but they've always been able to kind of dig themselves out. So I, I think that they just know how to play together. And Draymond showed you on Sunday, right? Was Sunday, right? Was game four? Yeah. They He showed you, man, those last, that last quarter, what he was able to do defensively when he switched on to Fox. Fox was two of seven on Draymond in, in that game. Fourth. Yeah. And and it was, it, it just shows you what kind of an impact that guy still has. And by the way, Andrew Wiggins is incredibly important to what they do on both sides of the floor, particularly on defense. And he's still working his way into the series in a lot of ways. George, excellent job, man. Uh, are the Heat going to finish it off in, on Wednesday or Friday? So I said on Around the Horn on Monday that whoever wins game four is winning the series. So based on that logic, I'm riding with the Heat at this point as long as Jimmy's healthy. But Wednesday or Friday? Oh, I think it happens in Miami. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks are going to come back with a ferocity um, <laughs> that, I think so that, that we've seen from them before. I, 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 think, I, I think I think we may get blitzed tomorrow night. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it could be ugly in, on, in game five. But you know five. what? That that wouldn't be the worst thing because, yeah. you know, if they get blitzed tomorrow and Jimmy doesn't have to play the fourth quarter. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. I agree. Not you terrible. Know, wouldn't be the worst thing. Because you remember yeah. what happened? Jimmy had them all-time game five in the finals in 2020 in the bubble right. and then had nothing in game six. For game six, right. Well, and the Lakers made uh, a move to go more defense because they knew he had nothing, right? Yeah. So there was that. Um, you know, they added Caruso into their starting lineup, um, which added just another guy and another layer of guys that they, that they had to defend him. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, hopefully it's not as bad as – remember that game – what game was it? It was in Detroit. I don't know if it was a game five or game six. Dwayne Wade was didn't play. Yeah, it was oh, it was game six. six. 
And we, yeah, we, we scored like 65 points that game. Yeah, Eddie Jones shot the ball over the backboard. Remember that one no, time? No, no, that was against Indiana game six. That was that was when we lost the series against Indiana. Didn't he do that it was, against that Detroit was, No, too? no, no, that was, that, was, that was the year before. Maybe it was he hit the side of the backboard. Yeah, that, that was the year before against Indiana. Then no, no, he, I know he did that against... He shot it over no, the no, backboard. Right, no, but that was the last shot of the game. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about against Detroit. He had a miserable game there, too, where he definitely was just hitting the backboard on a couple of those shots. I don't remember that. You could be right. You could be yeah. right. But yeah, now, that game how six do you that feel, way. They had, like, 65 points. They lost. Yeah, how they do you feel seven. about Jimmy Butler um, getting 56 points and your boy Glenn Rice having 56 points? I'm how glad you brought that up because I mentioned that today, too. A yeah. very a, a very important question that people are thinking when they're listening yeah. to Zazzo Show 2.0 today was, right. was I rooting against Jimmy like I rooted against Wade when he had 55 that right. one time? Yeah. I did root against Wade. And the yeah. answer is no, I was right. not rooting against Jimmy. I wanted him to score as many as he possibly could. I fuck with Jimmy Butler for life. That's my guy. All right. That's a good way to punctuate this. Excellent job, George. Thank you, man. You got it, brother. Anytime. Excellent job by Sedano. Hey, before we continue on here, I want to tell you guys, look, you need insurance on your home. There's no way around it, okay? Because God forbid you have a big accident, there's a disaster, some kind of storm like we've been having recently. Well, I'm sending you to the same insurance agency that I've been using for 10 years now, and that's Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The reason I've been with Brunt Insurance for so long is, look, I know that Greg Brunt and his team, they're looking out for my best interests. I don't have to lay at night awake wondering who's going to pay for damage to my home. God forbid something happens. No, no, no. I call Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. Tell them exactly what I'm looking for. They'll tell me exactly what I need. The market's confusing. I can't do this on my own. So you got to do the same thing. Look, you support the sponsors that support our show. That's how we keep this thing going. And I'm not telling you to call someone that I don't use myself. Bruntinsurance.com, when you're looking for that affordable care that offers you the best coverage, not just your homeowners, Automobile, motorcycle, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, fully licensed staff. They're serving from Pensacola to the Keys. So wherever you're calling from here in Florida, they know the area. 954-589-2204. You can also see Brunt Insurance on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Bruntinsurance.com. If you need to get Greg on the phone right away, I call 954-589-2204. I got a question for Greg. I'm going to speak directly to him if I so choose. Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home, that could be a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. But the way to find out is by calling Water Cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635, tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, we've done all NBA today. We've done all heat today. Thanks to Sedano, of course, for joining us. Aaron Rodgers yesterday was traded officially to the New York Jets. The Jets and Packers swap first-round picks. So 13 to 15, the Jets gave up a second, I think also a fourth, a fourth, and a conditional second next year. But the fact that the Jets get Aaron Rodgers and kept a first-round pick by moving down just a couple spots, that's a big deal. 
That sounds like the Jets did a good job. Now, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be what everybody else thinks he's going to be this year, but that's a big deal for the Jets. Big deal or not a big deal. So, you're looking to hear from the NBA on TNT inside the NBA crew, right? After the Heat game last night, you want to hear what Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, Ernie, Shaq, what they think about Jimmy's performance. Here's Barkley on Jimmy. Uh, the, the best performance i ever seen in the playoffs was tonight LeBron scored 29 out of 30 at Detroit. We were actually at that game. Including 25 straight. 25 straight and 29 out of 30. That was the best game I've seen in playoff personally until tonight. That was the best performance I've seen since I've been on television. Uh, I mean, it was flat out incredible. It was an honor and privilege to watch it. But man, that guy was not going to let them lose tonight. Skill and win. So, I got to go big deal. I mean, any time that the guys on Inside the NBA are going to be talking about our guys in that type of fashion, I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. A little bit more from Barkley and the Inside crew. So they're showing you the all-time high-scoring postseason games in NBA history. Butler's up there, tied for number four all-time. And Barkley, he's looking for Shaq on that list. Highest-scoring playoff games. Michael with 63, Elgin with 61, Donovan Mitchell at 57, and Man, pass the ball, Charles. Jimmy Butler <laughs> joins that group hey. at 56, hey. which in his 56 is better than yours. Hello, Kitty. Hey. Chunkster. Kitty. Wait a minute. And hey, hey Ernie. Ernie. Yeah. Look, 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 Kitty. I, I, I know I got to go down to find Shaq. Kitty. Hey, Kitty. Hey, Kitty. Hey, Kitty. Keep going. <laughs> Kitty, you got a, a great player. You got to get the ball and you got to get your other team. Yeah. Pass the damn ball. <laughs> you, had, you had a lot of rebounds in that game too didn't you yeah i think jimmy's was impressed more impressive though i'm going big deal you love when those guys bust balls finally i got one more for you here big deal or not a big deal the houston rockets are hiring former celtics coach ime udoka as their next head coach after firing paul uh, steven silas excuse me last week i'm going not a big deal unless they land the number one overall pick and they get victor Wembanyama. Uh, that houston team sucks so I'm going not a big deal on the on Ime Udoka to the Houston Rockets. And that right there, courtesy of water cleanup of Florida, let them tell you if water, mold, or fire damage in your home is a big deal or not a big deal. 954-900-8635. That is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Wow! What a show today. What a fun show. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I hope everyone's in, 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 a, in a great, as great a mood today as I am. What a forever game last night. One of the all-time great moments in Miami Heat history last night took place right in front of your eyes there at Kaseya Center. Tomorrow night, very big day tomorrow. Very big day. We'll talk. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to... Go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. 
Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. 